0: Help us hear the message you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Jesus is teaching us in John chapter 17. This chapter is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. The whole chapter is Jesus' prayer for us before he goes to the cross. In this chapter, he shows us how to pray and the power of prayer. He shows us that he is our intercessor as he prayed for us over 2,000 years ago. In verse 20, he prayed, Neither for these alone do I pray. It is not for their sake only that I make this request, but also for all those who will ever come to believe in, trust in, cling to, rely on me through their word and teaching. We are included in this chapter-long prayer that Jesus prayed over two millenniums ago. Verse 21 says, That they all may be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us so that the world may believe and be convinced that you have sent me. Jesus prayed that we would be one with him and one with God. Imagine that for just a moment, being one with God and Jesus. This is majestic. It is a gift. And this is grace. The world can certainly drag us down, but we must remember that we are sons and daughters of the Most High God and that he abides in us. Now, let's go back to the beginning of the chapter. In verse 1, Jesus prayed that God would glorify him. He prayed for God to fulfill his mission and be nailed to the cross. This is how deeply we are loved. In verse 2, he prayed, Now glorify him so that he may give eternal life to all whom you have given him. Again, he states his desire to be nailed to the cross to save us. This is love. We are more than blessed to be chosen to know and love God and his son Jesus. We can be supremely thankful today for this blessing and privilege. In verse 13, Jesus prays about joy. The Amplified Bible defines this verse as, that they may experience my delight fulfilled in them, that my enjoyment may be perfected in their souls, and that they may have my gladness within them filling their hearts. May we receive this word that Jesus is delighted in us, and may we be filled with gladness and joy in our hearts. Let's see what Micah prophesies about in chapter 3. This chapter is dedicated to the leaders of the people and how they used the rest of the people. Micah writes about them as though they were cannibals because they mistreated the people so badly. The false prophets led them astray, and as Jesus said, the leaders couldn't find God themselves and therefore couldn't lead the people to him either. Way back in number 6, verses 22 through 25, the Lord told Moses how to give a blessing to the Israelites. He said, The Lord bless you, watch you, guard and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and enlighten you and be gracious to you. But here in Micah verse 6, he said, Therefore it shall be night to you so that you shall have no vision. Yes, it shall be dark to you without divination. And the sun shall go down over the false prophets and the day shall be black over them. God took the blessing that should have been theirs away from them because of their sins. However, Micah said he was filled with power because he was filled with the Spirit of the Lord, so he had the authority to speak over the people's sins. Micah accuses the judges of taking bribes, the priests teaching for hire, and the prophets falsely prophesying for money. Corruption abounded, yet they believed they were safe because they thought the Lord would never leave them. However, verse 12 tells us that their nation would be destroyed, and it was. Assyria and Babylon were used to destroy Israel and Judah. In chapter 4, Micah foretells what it will be like in the millennium. Many nations will go to Jerusalem and learn about God. He will teach us his ways. Jesus will judge the people and the nations, so there won't be any wars or need for them. Jesus will hear the controversy and decide how to resolve it. Not everyone will follow God, but those who do will be blessed. Micah writes that God will gather the lame and the afflicted and make a nation out of them. They will be richly blessed. He and others prophesy that God will make Israel a superpower, but first, they will suffer at the hands of Assyria and Babylon. In the meantime, who can we help or bless today? Jesus said that when we give to others, we give to him. Let's see what we can learn from Proverbs 21 today. Verse 3 says, To do righteousness and justice is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. God delights in having our hearts and following his commands. He isn't looking for sacrifices as in the Old Testament, even in the Old Testament as we read this proverb. Jesus was the final sacrifice. May we seek to follow God, do the right things according to his will for us, and let justice rule in our lives. In addition, may we love him with our whole hearts, souls, and minds as Jesus gave us this commandment. Many verses in this proverb address lying, violence, and the wicked. No good things come from these attributes, Verse 21 says, He who earnestly seeks after and craves righteousness, mercy, and loving kindness will find life in addition to righteousness, uprightness, and right standing with God and honor. May we continue to seek righteousness in the Lord and find life. Verse 30 tells us there is no human wisdom or understanding or counsel that can prevail against the Lord. We will never know what God knows or understand what he understands but we can continue to surrender to the one who does know and who does understand. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, thank you for your word that continues to show us more about you in your heart. Father, you desire our hearts and our service. We love you with our whole hearts, souls, and minds. Help us be obedient to you in every way. Bend our will to yours, Lord. Keep us yours forever, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.